You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. My guest today owns nearly every women's distance running record at Northwest Missouri State. After an academic year where she has taken many of them down, she owns the 1500, the 3000 steeplechase, and 5000 now outdoors, uh, with the 5000 just coming last weekend at the Drake Relays. She also has the Bearcats indoor 3000 mark, along with a spot on the team's distance medley relay. She's a former Cedar Falls prep, who's a good bet now to make first NCAA Division II Nationals meet in the 3000 steeplechase. Welcome to the program, Caroline Cunningham. Hello, Caroline. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Well, thank you to your husband, Wick, for setting this up. Um, <laughs> it was a nice email I received from him a couple of weeks ago. Me. Uh, for the coverage of track and field of your uh, university and saying, is there anything I can do to help? And I said, well, yeah, as a matter of fact, um, <laughs> you know, this, uh, this Caroline, uh, your, uh, your better half here uh, <laughs> is having an outstanding season. Uh, it's about time to talk to her. So um, you're my second Bearcat on the show, along with Reese Smith, as you probably guessed. Yeah. So, yeah, I listened uh, to his a while back. He's a yeah. phenomenal runner here. He's been really good. Um, obviously transferred from Iowa, and that's been really fun for our yeah. team to have him. You you, you kind of uh, stick together, you Iowans. You and Bailey Blake, are, uh, she's on the team as well. Yeah, we have um, a handful of Iowans, and definitely um, – it's always fun. The three of us, uh, Bailey, Reese, and I all went to Drake last weekend. And so that was definitely really fun for our Iowa kids to go back there. That uh, The Blue Oval is so fun for us. And Drake Relays and State being held there just has a lot of memories for all of us. So uh, we sure. all really enjoyed that. Sure it does. Yeah. And, um, well, you came close to winning the uh, the prestigious white flag yet. Got second um, in that five thousand meters. Yeah, um, Northwestern's Ava Earl got you by about five seconds. But uh, did you know you were so close to the school record? Um, did you have that on your mind um, going into the race? Um, I definitely had it on my mind in the race of like I knew what the school record was, and that I wasn't too far off. Um, from my indoor PR and a lot of the ladies within my conference that I've watched their seasons, they've been dropping um, a ton of time from their indoor to outdoor season. So I was kind of like, okay, I'm in the running for it. Um, with about 2K left in the race, I took the lead um, and I really was trying to run away from the pack. And yeah. I think in the process of trying to break them, I kind of broke myself. And when they caught back up to me, I was really running out of steam. So um, I was happy to hold on to second because I was kind of challenged for that place um, within the last yeah. hundred meters. So I was happy to hold on to second, but um, would have obviously loved to win. But it was a thrilling finish uh, to get second place, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. yeah. That was a pretty good finish. Uh, did you? when you go like that when you when you go out and try to um you know take take the win um by yourself does it kind of give you a, a little bit better feeling about the race because you know you said well I left it all out there I went for it you know maybe it didn't work but but at least um you know maybe it'll set me up for MIAAs this weekend yeah I definitely left that race um really proud of what I did um, setting the school record was fun. Um, I shaved under it by like a second and, um, going out and leading was fun. That always gives me a little bit of confidence knowing that I can take the lead and I can push pace in the lead. Um, it's definitely a good experience going into the MIAAs with, um, the events I'm going to do. It's nice to just be prepared to take the lead and be able to push, um, I think one of the best things I got from that race is I really hurt by the end and it's easy to 
forget how to get to that level of pain. And so that race kind of reminded me how to do that and uh, definitely helped me prep for this upcoming weekend. Well, uh, like you said, it's kind of a new pain um, for you to get through that. Uh, is it something that um, this weekend, you, you uh, what's it look like for you um, as far as your race? What are you running in and, um, and who's your competition? Oh, gosh. The competition of the MIAA is deep. So there's a lot of girls who um, I've got my eye on. But uh, we're going to run the steeplechases on Saturday. And then yeah. we're running the 1500 and the 5K on Sunday. Um, so it's a lot of events. There's definitely a lot of notable people in those events. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think of who all, but there's a lot of them. <laughs> so we're recording this on Thursday. When do you leave then for um, for the meet? Uh, we will leave on Saturday. We have our multis going down for Friday. Mm -hmm. um, they start their competition on Friday, but I won't race until Saturday evening. So most of the team is going to leave um, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Okay. Yep. Ooh, okay. Um, and, uh, and, and it's at uh, Emporia, Kansas. How far is that from? from uh, I from think it's like three hours. I three think hours. I usually fall asleep on the ride to Emporia. So I'm never a hundred percent sure how long it is. <laughs> you don't, uh, do you, do you kind of, uh, stay away from from uh husband wick or, or what do you do or do you guys uh, sit together or, or do you like uh i don't want to be with them <laughs> we kind Even of stay apart during meets yeah. um just to make sure that uh you know we're He's not we're not job. spending all of our time together that wick is still um giving yeah. his energy to his other athletes and um we're kind of lucky because like we get to talk race strategy and post race, like kind of debriefs after we can do that at home. Um, so at the meets, we kind of like to try to stay where he can give his energy and opinions to um, the rest of the team. Um, it's definitely kind of a weird balance sometimes though. So um, we've, we just do our best. <laughs> Well, tell me how this all, uh, this whole relationship and, and love blossomed here. Uh, you got <laughs> married right as the pandemic was starting in March of 2020. You were how old at that time? I was 19. 19, oh my God. Yeah. That's a big, so, that's a big leap, but, um, yeah. you must have, but he must have been the one though. You must have known. Yeah, we, so... I came to college in August of 2018, um, and yeah. at that time, Wick was the grad assistant for our cross-country and track team, yeah. and so um, that's how we met, and it wasn't until we did a trip down to the Chili Pepper Festival in Arkansas, and before that trip started, my coach was like, we're going to like mingle the teams because there was too much of a divide between the women's and men's. And so um, women and men sat in both vans. We didn't have a women's van and a men's van. And so that's how I ended up in Wick's van. Okay. And so he was driving and I sat in like the front, not like the passenger seat, but the front row of the van. Okay, so it's got like a three-seater in front? Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, and you guys just got to talking? And... Yeah, the entire van fell asleep, and it's like an eight-hour drive. Mm, yeah. And so I just started talking to him, and at the end of that trip, he kind of liked me, and I kind of liked him. Um, and so then he would come to the library. I went to the library every night and studied as a freshman with some of my friends on the team. And so he started just magically showing up at the library and would always leave at the same time as me. And so we would always end up chatting. Um, 
And we started officially dating in December of 2018. And then we dated for 10 months before we got engaged. So we definitely knew. There was definitely, um, yeah, we definitely knew that we were uh, wanting to get married and that that was just, that this was it. Um, So we got engaged and then we set our wedding date for May, but then the pandemic started um, (laughs) and everything was shutting down. And so we got married the Friday before shelter in place started in Maryville. Yeah. So we were, we started getting kind of nervous. We were like, well, you know, school is canceled. Track season is canceled. Everything is shutting down. So um, let's just do it. Yeah, we were like, we don't really want to wait. So we just went ahead and did it before um, everything shut down. So did you do it in a ju- in a judge's chamber? Um, um, we actually did get to go to our church. Oh, so it was me, two of my friends, Wick, and then two of his friends. Um, and we all went and we had our witnesses and we had a best man and a bridesmaid and um yeah we got married we started at seven we were home by seven seventeen. uh we <laughs> ate donuts and chocolate milk with our friends and i think wick and i were asleep before 8 30. Oh, so. <laughs> did you even have a honeymoon or did you uh, um we did actually end up going down to wick's parents have a condo down at lake of the ozarks oh okay so we did end up going down there and we spent, I think, just the week there. Um, but we taught our dog how to swim during that time. So that was fun. And um, just out of Maryville. <laughs> oh, wow. So what did your parents think about all this? Uh, you know, meeting uh, someone uh, right off the bat and getting married <laughs> at a young age? Uh, they must have obviously like them, but, uh, you know, still it's, uh, it's a bit... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was a, definitely a big decision to make at um, a pretty young age. But I told my parents, I mean, I think Wick and I were dating for about four months before I told my parents that I thought I wanted to marry him. Um, so they and kind of, they kind yeah, of so they, they kind of had a heads up before we actually got yeah. engaged. Um, and I mean, my mom's response was basically just, if this is what you want, I think this is great. I can definitely tell, you know, you're, you glow when you're around him. So they could definitely tell that uh, we really liked each other and that that was um, a move that we wanted to make. And for those who don't know, Wick is from Knoxville. So he's an Iowan Mm -hmm. um, and he's a two-time national qualifier for Northwest uh, Missouri. Uh, One of the better runners in, in the school's history. So you had definitely running uh that you could talk about what what else kind of drew you to him what was the kind of the relationship there what was uh yeah um we have like a very similar sense of humor and it's a pretty specific like niche as far as just quoting things and (laughs) um just being really goofy like over the top sometimes and uh we definitely just got along really well with that um, Let, let's let's hear some 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 goofy stuff that you guys <laughs> um, like what not, what topics for instance like what Is topics movies or tv shows is it based on that yeah or? like we definitely like to quote a lot of movies and tv shows um and we definitely i don't know like i can just we could definitely just be ourselves and kind of let loose and like say whatever we wanted. Um, I think the, this is actually pretty funny. So Wick was telling me about his brother at, um, on the way home from chili pepper. And I made the joke of living like Larry, which is from SpongeBob. Um, And one of my teammates in the very back of the van (laughs) Uh, when Wick and I got engaged, she goes, when you said living like Larry, I just knew that you guys were going to get married. <laughs> and it was just really goofy, um, but it was funny. And it was definitely just, yeah, there was just chemistry. It, I don't know how else to explain it. 
So you're both SpongeBob fans, are you? Yeah, both SpongeBob so, fans. Okay. Well, yeah, there's one thing to go, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you and Wick, uh, you know, Caroline and Wick, classic names, you know, kind of like <laughs> from one of my uh, favorite movies, uh, Phantom Thread. You got Reynolds and Alma. I mean, you got these. You know, it seems like you guys were uh, meant to be together. Um, uh, you know, Wick and Caroline. It just it just <laughs> seems to fit there. You know, you just don't have those names around anymore, do we? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So is so is your name your first name kind of a family name, uh, Caroline? Uh, um, Neil, no, my parents Neil, just like Diamond it. inspiration. Uh, <laughs> uh, how did that come about? Um, I don't actually know exactly where mm-hmm. they came up with it, but I do know that. Um, after I was born, my parents left the hospital without naming me. They still mm-hmm. hadn't decided on anything. Um, and my mom was at home with me and my dad went back to work. And, you know, his coworkers were asking him about the new baby. And he didn't, he couldn't tell him a name because I wasn't named yet. And he called my mom at about lunchtime and said, I'm not telling another person about this kid until we have a name for her. Um, and that's when my mom said, well, I've been staying at home and I'm thinking Caroline. And so that's how my name came around. Um, I don't know what was the inspiration though. So it's not a family name or anything. No, not that I know of at least. (laughs) Well, people might not remember, but you were Caroline Ross when you were running for Cedar Falls, um, high school. And what's the, what's the origin of Wick's uh, first name? That, that, that one's, uh, that one's got me because that yeah. one, that one <laughs> Wick is, is a very really unusual. Yeah. So Wick's um, mom's maiden name is Wickering. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so his name comes from oh, um, okay. the Wickering family. It's, it's Wick now. So there's a family tie there. Yeah. 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 It's pretty unique name. It's really pretty cool. Yeah, it's it definitely jumps out at me. That's for yeah. Sure. Now, after yeah, you guys were apart for I'm from the timelines I'm I'm putting together. You guys were apart for uh, last academic year because he was back in Knoxville working um, as an Iowa title abstractor mm-hmm. in Marion County, and you were uh, going to school, of course, at Northwest Missouri. How you guys were apart then for that whole academic year? Um, when he um, decided to take that job, right? Yeah, uh, actually, the spring semester when he took that job, I did all of my classes online. So I just commuted to all of the meets myself. Um, But we were apart at the start of this fall. Um, He stayed there and we thought my degree could be finished up online, but it ended up not. So I moved down into an apartment by myself for a few months in the fall, but then our coach quit. And so all of that went down and Wick ended up the coach. So then I didn't have to live alone. (laughs) Yeah. And he he got, uh, he got named an assistant coach in uh, last summer. Um, Yeah. This, this fall. Yeah. Yeah. Before cross country and, uh, yeah, well, I was at October first. I'm yeah, I'm 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 seeing the press release now. So we kind of yeah. jumped in, kind of jumped in during the cross country season. Yeah. Yeah, our coach left. It was the first. It was like one week to our first cross country meet, and he uh, called us in for a meeting and said that he was leaving. And so we had our uh, student assistant jump in as our stand-in coach for the time being. Um, so he did a lot of work and we all really appreciated it. He had a lot on his plate during that time. Um, and he handled it really well. So that was, it was nice to see that. Now you're talking about, uh, Brandon Masters, the head coach. Um, it was actually, uh, Zach Staples is on our team Okay. and he's our student assistant. He works with our cross country team, um, and yeah, he had a lot of, he hosted all of our practices mm-hmm. and um, told us all of our workouts, which he got from our old coach still. Um, but yeah, he, he dealt with a lot during that time. And on top of that, he's taking classes and he works uh, two other jobs. So he was, oh, wow. yeah, he was really busy, but he handled it really well and was um, 
a really great stand-in coach for us for the time being. Mm, okay. So were you like uh, going up to the, uh, what was uh, uh, Coach Masters? Was he the uh, head coach of the overall program? Then? Yeah, he's our head coach for the overall program. So he definitely was still around to help out. And he did a lot um, with so planning you- and driving. And we also had uh, Nikki, Coach Nikki, join in. And so she was able to help out as well. Mm, yeah. Were you like going up to him and going, you know, there's a really good um, assistant coach out there. <laughs> I, I, know. Um, I definitely <laughs> I did. know of somebody who'd be great for this job. <laughs> I definitely did right after uh, Coach Gibson told us that he was leaving. Um, I went up to both of them and said, so <laughs> um, I know somebody who would really want this job, um, which it was funny because Wick, has always wanted to be a college coach that's what he kept telling me um when we first started dating but then slowly it became I want to be a college coach at Northwest and then from there it became I want to be a college coach at Northwest and if I can't coach at Northwest I don't want to coach anywhere so um it was a pretty specific job that he wanted and so I was really happy that our school was able to make it work out with our um marriage (laughs) um that he could still be the coach and um I know he's loving it so so is that something that that um now that you know he's been there for a year is that something that he's thinking um he still has that view that northwest is where I want to be or or is he going "Hmm, well when Caroline gets done with her (laughs) eligibility maybe we can you know move on somewhere else to another university maybe run my own program eventually um, I think he's, he's pretty sold on Northwest. This is definitely where he wants to be. He's mm, okay. um, definitely a Bearcat at heart. So that's, um, that's been really special to him to come back and be able to coach the program that he ran in. Okay. Does he, uh, does he work uh, as well on the side uh, as well as coaching? Uh, no, he's the full-time assistant men's coach right now. So oh, nice. Okay, yeah. great. So he doesn't have to hold down two jobs. Like nope. The other assistant you talked about. Uh, how about you? Uh, what is your um, What is your degree in? And what are you? Um, you're obviously going to be staying now in Maryville. Um, what uh, What's your background there? So I graduated with my undergrad in December of 2021. Um, so that's really recent three and a half years and you graduated in yep yep so and I have a degree in psychology um and now I am in grad school and I'm in grad school for therapeutic recreation therapeutic okay so you're looking to uh potentially um work at um I don't know um (laughs) my mother-in-law is at a retirement home where they have something like that they have a yeah is that something you want to get into um I actually think when I graduate I'm probably gonna find a full-time job somewhere but I'd really like to go back to school and um, get a degree in play therapy and I'd like to work with children in play therapy Um, I think therapeutic recreation it's not necessarily required to do play therapy but I think it will give me a good background um, in the you know, therapeutic, um, methods of leisure and play. Hmm. Okay. So you're looking to go into education eventually. That's what you want to do with, with younger, younger kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think you, you, you seem like uh, somebody who would really thrive in that role. would be really good at it. Yeah. I think I would really enjoy it. And it's definitely been something that I've been interested in. Um, kind of mental health counseling goes along with that and that's um yeah yeah, something I'm really into there's a lot of need for mental health counseling right yeah there is a lot of people who have struggled during the pandemic that's for sure yeah Uh, but you have not uh, struggled uh during this academic season this has been easily your best year um of running um yeah what do you uh what's kind of uh gotten gotten you to this point what's what's really been the trigger behind uh, all this you've set um 1500 3000 steeplechase 5000 just outdoors in the last month and a half here you've done all that yeah um, <laughs> just to, 
course. What's kind of uh, catapulted you there? Um, I definitely think it's helped just, I mean, this is my fourth year of college running, so I'm, I'm pretty, pretty seasoned veteran right now. Um, but, um, I've been second on a lot of those lists for a long time now. Um, I was second in the 3000 meters indoors for two full years. Um, I just sat in that second place spot. I kept improving my time, but I couldn't quite break the school record. So um, doing that this indoor season, that one was probably my um, most special school record for sure. Um, Just with how long I've been trying to chip away at it. But um, I think this year, especially, I've really um, come into myself as a runner and I'm just ready to do it. I have a new confidence that I haven't had in the past. So I'm really ready to um, run fast and break those records. And I have the confidence to do it. Um, yeah. And it looks like it looks like you're going to make your first NCAAs. Um, you're seventh on the list now mm-hmm. uh, for outdoor nationals. Um, so it's looking pretty good um, to, to make it. Are you kind of honed in now on the steeplechase? Is that kind of... Um, I mean, the 5,000, you get a provisional mark, but you're still um, outside of the, of the top 25 there. Yeah, yeah, we're really um, honed in on the steeple. Drake was my best shot to try to go um, double at nationals with the 5K, and I didn't quite make the time, and so we're kind of like, well, you know, with conference coming up, and there is a last chance, but we just weren't sure it was worth the – time and effort that a 5k takes um so you, especially won't, even it, you won't even run at carney then uh carney nebraska has a last no we won't do a last run. chance for me so yeah. um because that's a week before the nationals so yeah so we're just really going to focus in on the steeple and i'm yeah. excited about that because like you said it is my first ncaa's and so to just have one event that i can put my energy into and focus on um will be a lot of fun I keep harping on this uh, many shows that I've had that uh, division two nationals. Uh, I think it's the hardest nationals to make. Um, it's, it's difficult. Um, uh, it's uh, the standards are really difficult. They, they don't take a lot of runners. Um, yeah. It's a tough national meet to make um, NCAAs. You at least d- division one, you got the prelims that lead into mm-hmm. that. But division two is, is uh, dog eat dog out there. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough and it's pretty steep. There's a lot of good runners in D two. Um, it's it's competitive for sure, and the way that they do it is definitely kind of weird. Um, from cross country to track, even it's all kind of. I, it's just a weird method that they use for D two, and so I think there's a lot of. Um, it's it's pretty competitive. Yeah. Yeah, well, and you got those Colorado schools that take up about half of the teams. Yeah. It's like Adams State and, you know, Mm -hmm. those programs. I mean, they got a a little built-in advantage that they're running at altitude anyway. And then, you know, they end up taking many of the distance spots anyway. So you're kind of of up against it there, too. And I know Reese and I have talked about that. That's it's one of those difficult things that um, that you got to kind of break through. Yeah, for sure. Um, so um, you got to be pretty excited unless there's a big rush of uh, suddenly these great 3000 steeplechase efforts here, which <laughs> you wouldn't expect with conference meets. Um, for the most part, happening Division Two this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Things looking pretty good for you to get to Allendale, Michigan um, um, in uh, three weeks. Um, is the, is a kind of the, are you kind of, preparing now for for that meet now instead of um anything else is that kind of where your headspace is right now kind of working toward uh peaking for nationals uh rather than anything else yeah uh we're definitely doing our workouts tailored towards my season ending in three weeks not this weekend or next weekend so um our workouts for conference have been lighter but not necessarily like a real um taper workout like you might expect so um we're definitely gearing up for nationals and not necessarily these next couple weekends but 
Um, the goal at conference is obviously to still run fast and do well there. So we want to be as prepared for that while not, you know, completely tapering for it. And this weekend um, in uh, in Emporia, you're basically just running for for a position here. You're you're running for points for the team. Um, not worried about time so much. Um, that's kind of the goal. Score as many as you can for the Bearcats, right? Yeah, my goal is definitely score as many as I can. Um, with our conference and just how tough um, the ladies are, um, I kind of expect that my times will end up fast. Um, indoors, I ran my top three best times in the 5K mile and uh, 3K. Um and I just did what I could. It was a lot of running, but uh, none of those ladies would let me do a tactical race. So I had to do my best. Um, I really love the competition in the MIAA because of that. They are, um, there's a lot of good girls in that. And there's a lot of uh, fun competitions that happen because of it. Well, you were the women's high point scorer at that indoor meet. Uh, that was at home. Yeah. Um, scored 23 points there. You won the mile, um, second in the 5,000, and then you got in the fourth in the 3,000. So is that kind of, would you be happy again with that performance this weekend? Kind of, uh, or do you hoping for better than that? Or what's the, um, you want to win the 3,000. Uh, yeah. Right? I want to win the steeplechase. Steeple. I want to win the 15. I also want to <laughs> win the 5k. It's probably not super realistic. Um, again, with just how deep the competition is, but, um, definitely my goal with every race, I want to at least give myself the opportunity to win. Um, yeah. just in any race I go into, even if it's a little bit unrealistic to do so, um, just. So what's your race schedule then? What's, uh, what's what's your time schedule um yeah so the steeplechase um the steeplechase is saturday night so um that's the only event i'll have on saturday and then on sunday the i don't know the exact times but the 5k is like the last event on sunday so i'll run that about four o'clock ish um but the 1500 i think ends up like afternoon so like noon to one probably okay so i need to check the schedule i haven't looked too close yet <laughs> do they have a heat send for the 1500 too to qualify in the morning um we don't have a prelim for a 1500 so it's just finals we have like oh, a that's good fast Ooh. heat and a slower heat that's good that's good mm -hmm. That, that, that's uh, that'll help you a lot yeah luckily i don't have to have a prelim on my legs before that either <laughs> yeah for sure so it's going to be a busy um like you said 24 hours at least the steeples first you know you can run that fresh get mm -hmm. a w there then everything else is gravy after that right yeah yeah that's uh, that's the way you gotta look at it so um so we're, we're talking about all this great success at northwest but i see your last state cross country meet as a senior you were 36th uh at state so um for cedar falls um, you got ninth as a team there um a couple of your teammates were ahead of you there so um did you uh, were you kind of still growing into the runner that you were becoming uh at cedar falls i didn't even see your name in the in the uh, state track meet yeah, you wouldn't have. Um, <laughs> I, um, I definitely have grown into myself as a runner the older yeah. I get. Um, in high school, I went to state cross country as a sophomore, junior, and senior. My team went all three years. Um, and then on the track side of things, I went to state in the four by eight as a sophomore, junior, and senior. Okay. And in my senior year, I finally got to double back into the 800. Um, but I didn't, I got there cause the race at our district meet was kind of down. Um, I think I ran like two thirty, which isn't, that doesn't normally get in. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but I got second, which is how I got in. So, um, okay. I went there and I ran it at state and I think I placed like 22nd out of 24. So I wasn't anywhere in the notable performances, but, um, 
in high school, I definitely was coming into myself as a runner. I was definitely learning um, to enjoy it. Um, I didn't really know how to hurt. So all of my races were somewhat uncomfortable, but just kind of a run. Mm, Okay. But we had some really great, I had a lot of good teammates that I ran with. I think of our varsity team, I think five of them were seniors when I was a senior. Um, and four of them went on to run in college. Yeah, I see uh, Mackenzie Michael um, went on to Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah, and she's been doing uh, well. You, you keep in touch with her? Is she redshirting? I haven't seen her results at all. Um. So she redshirted last outdoor season, but she's running this year. Um, I think she's run a couple 800s outdoors so far. Okay. Uh, I definitely still keep up with them. I actually still have a group chat with my 4x8, and it's always going okay. off. So uh, Meg Schmitz, Paige Kowali, and um, Mackenzie Michael, we all, we're all really close in high school, and we've stayed close since moving away. Um, Paige Kowali is actually still in my conference. She runs at Mo West. So I see her all the time, and that's super mm. fun. Uh, that's fun that you can get together still and, and chat. and Yeah. So you, you do this regularly, semi-regularly then. You guys have a – Yeah, we have a group chat. We have like a Snapchat group chat, and it's always going off. I think we send at least one message a day or something like that. Yeah. We definitely are always in conversation. Is it the four by eight gals? What is it? Was it? Yeah, it's uh, still, it's still called yourself? four by great. So we're still living four in the by past. Great? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like that. That's cool. So, so yeah, I mean, you've had a good program there at Cedar Falls. Um, but like you said, you were still kind of hunting for really something um, special to come. Um, but you were kind of committed to going to Northwest Missouri Um were they kind of looking at you and going, okay, well, you know, she's pretty good, but, you know, um, what were they looking uh, for you to, you know, when they were uh, recruiting you or whatever? Or were you just going as a student? What was what was the kind of the philosophy there? Uh, yeah, I came, I looked at Northwest, and so I filled out, like, one of their recruiting forms online. Um, yeah. And we had a different coach at the time. Um, his name was coach Lorick. And so I, um, reached out to him and he, um, set up a visit for me. So that was really cool. Um, I got like a private tour with my parents. Um, and we got to chat with him. I went over the summer, so I went to his office and chatted with him there, but then he took us out for lunch, um, in Maryville. So we, Got to chat there. I was also looking at East Stroudsburg, which is way out in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the coach there was really interested in me. I was probably uh, more heavily recruited by their coach out there than um, here. But um, when I came on campus, you know, the coach was definitely like, you're somebody that we want on the team. And I loved the campus itself. And I wanted to be a part of a team and I knew that. And so um, when it came time to make my decision, uh, I was ready to pick here and I was, I'm happy with the decision. I really love Northwest. Um, I really love the town of Maryville. So I'm excited to be here. I've never been, never been to Maryville. (laughs) I can't, uh, can't exactly uh, say that I know um, the, uh, the love that you feel about it, but uh, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure you're right about that. So, so what did what what, what were your uh, personal best times in in high school for, for people that are listening here and going? <laughs> um, yeah. So my best times in high school, in cross country, I had one really outstanding race. Um, mm. I kind of think the course might have been short, but I just pretend that that's not true. Um, I ran 1859, but beyond that, my best time, like my second best time was 1940. So that's obviously a huge difference. Um, but then in track, I ran 1120 for a 3k. I ran 501 for a 1500. And I think my open eight was like 220. 
seven was my best. Okay. Um, they had my hand, like my closed 800 in the four by eight, which I ran much more often. They had me at like 221, I think, but yeah, that was, those were my times and they were solid, but they were nothing crazy. Like a lot of high school girls can hit those times. Sure. And, and obviously you weren't going to be in a a middle distance runner because you know, the 800 doesn't look like you had the the overall wheels to do to run that. no <laughs> no <laughs> sounds like you could run a long ways though uh, yeah and a lot longer the longer the distance the better for you yeah but you knew coming to northwest that you had to step up your game you know you were you were gonna have to uh Im- 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 improve on those uh, marks massively um mm-hmm. Was it kind of the the mileage they helped you get going? Because, you know, historically, Iowa girls don't run as much mileage. Uh, that really helped uh, everything uh, come together? Um, yeah, I think the mileage definitely helped. The, um, that was probably the biggest change for me. A lot of the practices seemed like they ran really close to what Cedar Falls did. So um, I expected there to be a bigger change than I actually experienced. But... The mileage definitely helped. Um, I actually didn't PR at all from my junior year of high school to my sophomore year of college. So I had a solid two-year gap where I just did not. Mm. I think I might have PR. I mean, I PR'd in a 6K, but that's because it was a new event. So um, I definitely went through a little lull there. And I think coming out of that lull, I had developed a lot of um, – my aerobic base with the mileage I had adjusted to college training um so coming into my sophomore year I PR'd in the uh 5k for cross by like 20 seconds um and then over the course of indoor season um my first 3k of the season was 10:35, I think and that was like a 20 or 30 second PR Oh, yeah. um, and by the end of indoor season, I had dropped down to a 10.07. So um, over the course of my indoor season of my sophomore year of college, I really learned how to race and how to, you know, get to that point of pain and um, learning those things and being able to develop the way I was definitely has made me the runner that I am now and um, has definitely made me a lot better. The light came on for you, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got, things started to, to click. <laughs> you had to see that breakthrough. That, that's what it's uh, happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. You say you had to push, you know, through that pain. You had to find a new pain there. Um, I don't usually get that comment from from people, so that, uh, that's a little <laughs> bit different uh, perspective that you have that that maybe you weren't. I don't. I want to say giving enough, but you weren't. Uh, you weren't testing yourself enough. You weren't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Um, hmm. I couldn't it's, figure uh, out how to push those limits. And I've, I've yeah. definitely been learning how to push those limits. And I think I still am. So um, I'm excited for the end of this season and next year still um, to figure out what more I have. Well, that's a real credit to uh, Northwest former coach to see that potential that you had in you and to know that it was there. Um, mm-hmm. That was good recruiting by him because it's paid off immensely for uh, for the college. Um, mm-hmm. And you're knocking uh, every record down that you could. <laughs> uh, and a couple of weeks ago, you went to out to California um, to the Brian Clay out there. Um, that had to be pretty special running out there and doing so well. Um, was it just the competition that helped you uh, get that uh, steeplechase mark out there? Um, yeah, it, the competition was awesome. Um, it was fun to go there. I think I placed fourth in my heat, so I never had to like lead a lap and was able to just kind of hop on the train and go. Um, the steeplechase is kind of a funky event. It's hard <laughs> to figure out and you only have x amount of chances to figure it out so um i finished that race and i felt really good i think i instantly ran over to uh coach masters and i jumped in his arms and said i think i just qualified for my first nationals um 
and then he was like you're not really that tired and I was like oh I should have (laughs) pushed a little harder but um it was a huge PR and um that was a lot of fun and the competition was good kind of the novelty of being out there I think too is just you go out there to run fast and I was just ready to do that yeah it was a 10 29 and it's still I I assume it might be the still a top time in the MIAA in central region as well yeah um, I think it's the top time in both right now yeah I mean you knocked um because of that competition almost 30 seconds you know, yeah that, uh, yeah <laughs> from Emporia so so where you're running at this weekend you've already been there you know this Emporia track pretty well then you know the whole yeah and, uh, they have so a really you- nice uh outdoor facility there the stadium okay. is really cool and the track's really nice they just resurfaced it not long ago i think nice okay well that's uh that's gonna help uh, help is it a mondo track is it a um I even know i have, <laughs> actually have no idea <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it might not be quite that good but still very good. <laughs> mondo tracks are getting though a lot more prevalent now out there so um yeah so uh and now you're, um, well, you're looking forward to nationals. You've got, you and Wick have a couple dogs, it looks like. Um, yeah. Tell me about your dogs. They're, they're pretty big dogs, too. I mean, these are not small little. No, they're huge. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, our oldest dog is Gable, and he's a purebred uh, black lab. He's like, uh, he'll be three this fall. Okay. And he is a hundred pounds, so he's massive. Um and then we have Joey and he was a rescue from the Nottaway Humane Society here in Maryville. Um he's a black lab mix. I think he might be mixed with border collie, but we're not really sure. Um but he is a year and a half. Um, so he's still a puppy, but he's taller than Gable, but not quite as wide. So he's probably close to 90, if not more. <laughs> and, they, and they get along pretty well. Yeah, they get along really well. They're, uh, they love to play and wrestle and run around. <laughs> um, they're also both really big cuddle dogs which is great, except they're huge. So sometimes they just crush you. <laughs> it's like having your own body pillow. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are running out to the uh, to the pet store like every week for food, I imagine. Yeah, I think it's bruises. probably about every two weeks we have to go yeah. buy more food yeah. and it's, it's expensive, but... Yeah. That's why I got a small dog. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> she, I... doesn't, she doesn't eat as much, so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what? Uh, what do you like to do uh, outside of running, you and Wick? What are What are some of your favorite uh, pastimes you like to do? What do you like to? Yeah, um, we yeah. like to. We often have like at least a TV show that we're watching together. Right now, we're watching The Blacklist. Um, it's pretty good. Okay. And um, we really enjoy doing crossword puzzles. We actually do those every morning. Um, just the USA Today crossword puzzles online. Right. Um, yeah, good. so we often do those, and we often follow that up with a Sudoku from the same site. Um, so we enjoy little puzzles like that. Um, both of us like to read, so I actually I read at least one chapter a day of a book. Um, right now I'm reading The Practice of Groundedness mm, okay. um, by Brad Stolberg. And it's been good. I definitely think that book um, is very useful in today's world. It's about just how busy everything is and how busy we all are. And just learning to press the pause button, be in the moment, be present, um, you know, step away from the phones and the distractions. And um, I've been finding it really useful um obviously there's just the world is super distracted so it's been nice to read that book and learn some methods to step back and step away 
Yeah, I love my solo time when I have a chance to stretch and to really do a lot of uh, deep breathing exercises, that sort of thing. Really, mm -hmm. yeah, and that's very important to me. So, uh, I'm sounds like you're probably doing a lot of the same thing there. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah, just uh, unplugging yourself from from everything because, like you said, everything seems to go so fast nowadays. Yeah, um, everything's going quick and. And your season's going quick too. Um, how much eligibility um, do you have now left? Uh, it's all confusing with this whole COVID <laughs> pandemic world. Um, yeah, COVID has really, has it's really messed things up. It feels like everyone's just um, has unlimited eligibility, but um, I actually <laughs> only have one more year left. So after this outdoor season, I have one more cross, one more indoor and one more outdoor. So I'm heading final. into my fifth and final year. I thought you were uh, a junior plus. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Junior I'm plus. a, yeah. <laughs> Athletically and, and a grad student uh, academically. That's, that's, yep. <laughs> that's how crazy uh, college is right now. Yeah. Um, you're, graduate student and yet you're still got another full year of eligibility so you could really take a lot of these school records down even more mm -hmm. um, going in and I know cross country is uh, that is something you really want to get because you you told me uh, before we taped this that you actually have a tie for the record because yeah <laughs> really knows exactly because the former record was hand timed and so we don't know what it is, but it's 1733 with you and someone else. So you really, yeah. <laughs> you want to get that uh, by yourself. Yeah, I definitely have the cross country school records in sight. Um, I, yeah, like you said, I had tied the 5k school records. So I would like to just break that and there's no debate on who has it. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm three seconds away from the 6k school record. So um, I'd like to get that one as well. That's, yeah, that's that's kind of what I have my sights on as far as times. Um, so you got to run under twenty one then to get it, basically. Um, I'd like to break twenty one for sure. Yeah. It's the school record is twenty one oh six, so I guess I could. Oh, six, okay. Yeah, I could break it without breaking twenty one, but I'd like to break twenty one. I'd like to break that minute barrier. Um, oh, I thought that was your best was twenty one oh six, six k. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe the school record's 2103. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I right. I pulled that off your bio, 2106. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, too many so, times. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's too confusing. To, <laughs> now, you, now you know you've got a, a 1654 on the track, um, mm -hmm. getting that record by one second. Yeah. Uh, that was a record that was fairly old when you're talking NCAA um, and, and school records. Um, Angela Adams held it um, 12 years ago. Uh, yeah. May of 2010. So that was probably one of the older records uh, at Northwest now with, uh, with all the shoe technology out there that's uh, obliterating all these records now. Yeah. Yeah. That was a old record that definitely stood. She was a great runner. Um, she actually still holds our indoor 5k record. Um, and she was a national qualifier indoors in the 5k. So she was a good runner here at Northwest. Um, Brittany Poole, who was our previous school record holder in the steeplechase, she was, ran that in 2012. Um, so that one was getting older as well. Um, but she was all American in that event. Mm, okay. Yeah. So I'm starting to get my name up by some people who have uh, gone to nationals and, and done some big stuff. Um, Kathy Kearns is the school record holder in the 5k for cross country and she was all American in cross country. So um, I'm hoping I can break her school record and then follow in her footsteps that's next you need to be the next all-american right yeah that's the goal absolutely yeah do your uh do your uh family do your parents uh, make meats um meats <laughs> yeah my year? parents are track junkies they come to everything oh great yeah. um my both of my parents ran track in high school okay. um my mom went on and ran i think for just a semester uh western illinois and then she transferred to illinois and stopped running 
Um, and that's where they met was at university of Illinois. Um, so they love to sit and watch track and field. So they'll be down for all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday, um, this weekend to watch everyone. And they're booking their hotel room for Michigan, right? Yeah, they already booked it. They're, <laughs> they're there. they booked an Airbnb. They're inviting all their friends and nice. all of our families. So <laughs> I'll have a cheering section going on. All right. Let's uh, let's hope they have a lot of good signs that they yeah. make for you. So or, or something like that. Do you get uh, back to Cedar Falls much, or, or is it kind of uh, are you a Missourian now? I don't get back to Cedar Falls as much as I'd like to. My parents actually moved to West Des Moines after I graduated. Oh, okay. Um, so it makes it a lot harder to get all the way home. But um, Cedar Falls is like four and a half hours away from Maryville. So it's kind of a hike. Yeah. Um, well, you probably don't have much reason to go back now. Yeah. I, no, I definitely no, want to go back to see my friends and uh, see the town. But it's... No it's pretty difficult to make that trip um, with just how busy my school years end up with running and school and then how busy my summers end up as well. Sure. And uh, are you looking to um, do anything this summer as far as uh, racing, running, or are you just going to take some time off? Um, I'll probably do some road races here and there if they come up. Um, but otherwise, as far as running, just kind of training and getting that under my belt. This upcoming cross-country season for D2 is a festival year, so um, it doesn't end until, like, December. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so it's, it's a late season, and so we want to make sure that we're um, taking care of ourselves to be ready for the season, but also not burnt out or exhausted by the time we get to, um, hopefully, nationals, so. It'll be a low key then start to the to the um yeah to the cross country season and that first month will be yeah yeah pretty low key i imagine racing wise um yeah well it looks like you're on your way to making nationals um i know bailey made it last year um and as well as reese so now you can be the third one to make nationals yeah. um <laughs> out of this distance running group yeah um you've got to be like Let's get let's get nationals here, right? You gotta be Yeah. Ready. <laughs> I'm ready uh, to go. I'm excited. Um and as far as uh how you wanna end the season, what would be kind of uh your optimal end to the end of this uh track season? How would you like to end it? Yeah, my goal for nationals, there's prelims and finals for the steeplechase. So um first step is to make it to the finals, but um, once I do that, I have a lot of confidence that I think I could be in the top three or so at um, in the finals. And so my goal is to be All-American and preferably high up All-American. Um, I'm definitely going to go and give myself the shot to uh, be high up because um, I'd rather fall short than not try at all. So um, I'm excited to go see what I can do. And it's pretty high goal for my first nationals, but I uh, feel confident saying that and doing it. Well, yeah, I haven't really gone into, you know, the art of, of steeplechasing and, and hurdling and that sort of thing. Did you, did that come kind of naturally for you, um, steeple? <laughs> um, no, not really. I tried to get out of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my freshman year, uh, my coaches wanted me to try steeple. And I said, no way. Um, I watched my first steeplechase I ever watched was at Drake Relays in high school. And I watched this girl run up to a barrier, throw up, crawl over it, and then finish her race. And I said, oh, I'm never doing that. <laughs> um, so my freshman year, I did not do steeplechase. Um, and then at the end of the year, my coaches were all like, you should have tried it. We think you'd be good at it. And um, Wick was actually a steeplechaser. So then over the summer, he was like, well, let's just try jumping hurdles. And so I tried hurdling the hurdles and all of that. And so then my sophomore year, I was going to try it. And then outdoor season obviously got canceled with COVID. Um, 
So last year was my first year steepling and my first steeple race I finished and they were like, what did you think? And I was like, it was okay. Um, I did not love it. So I ran that all of last year and heading into this year, I was like, I don't want to run the steeple. I don't want to run the steeple. And my coaches were like, you were third last year at conference. You should do it just for the points, you know, just, it's okay. Like, you know, you're, you're pretty good at it. We think you can do well. And so I ran that first steeple race at Emporia and I broke 11 and provoed. And I was, there was one other girl in that race. So I was pretty solo the whole way. Um, so then I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it. <laughs> so, uh, that's when they took me out to California and I, um, ran ten twenty nine. So, um, I'm starting to come around to the steeple. It's definitely a, um, kind of weird event there's so many areas that you can cut time in from just hurdling the barriers better water pits just simply faster between the barriers um oh emma coburn has shown us that i mean oh yeah she runs those races so brilliantly i mean yes just this form and technique can get you a long ways there even yeah and of course accelerating uh through the barrier. Um, I'm sure this has all been discussed with you through all the Yeah. <laughs> well, you obviously have a talent for it because to pick it up so quickly and to do so well, um, yeah, you, you definitely uh, have found a race that, uh, that suits you. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely enjoy it. It's definitely something that if you're interested in it, um, you should definitely try it at least once and see what you think. But um, I'm glad that my coaches were able to convince me to do it again because I've really been enjoying it this season. Did you have any uh, big bruises, any uh, face plants, any uh, <laughs> sad stories of, of, of pain uh, um, in practice? <laughs> last year was bad. Um, I haven't <laughs> had any this year, knock on wood, that I don't have any um, upcoming. But uh, last year at conference, I my first fall was with 300 to go. Um, so I was running and I, I was in third and I was – catching second and I was like oh I'm gonna get second like I can catch her um and with about 300 to go there's barrier right there and I um hit it with my knee and went down on the track I kind of skidded across the track um I'm actually still scarred on both my knee and my shoulder from that Mm. and um there was a girl finishing behind me um from Emporia Jenna Ramsey she's a phenomenal runner um and she was closing fast and I fell and I fell right in front of Emporia's whole team. So I go down and I just hear their entire team go, yeah. (laughs) And so I had to like crawl and like pick myself off the track and um, standing there as coach masters. And he's yelling at me, use the adrenaline, Caroline, use the adrenaline. And so I just kind of do my best to keep in third and, um, Unfortunately, or kind of fortunately for me, uh, Jenna actually fell in the water pit on that lap. So I did keep my third place position um, and was all uh, all conference in that event. You will not win. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a tough will, last 300 for us. So you will not laugh in my face. <laughs> my misfortune. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's. There's a lot of carnage in the last lap of steeplechase races. That's why it's one of the most epic uh, track and field events, probably the most, because yeah, you just always know somebody is gonna is is gonna biff it, you know. Somebody's yeah. gonna whether it, whether it's the water jump or one of the one of the last hurdles, it's gonna happen. You you just yeah. know it's coming. You just don't want it to be you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> in my race out in California on the, the last water jump, um, I was in a group of three so we went like straight across the barrier all three of us at the same time both of them fell in um i was kind of like oh my gosh i'm glad i made it out alive (laughs) your body kind of goes through slow motion when you're going through those last hurdles isn't it it's kind of like is it gonna get over it's like that barrier you know comes at you and you're just just hoping and praying that you can get over it because fatigue is is very real at that point yeah it's it's weird to kick while having to jump the barriers or get over the barriers um 
they come up on you so much faster when you start kicking and it can really throw you off if you're not ready for it. And if you're not, um, paying attention actively. So that's definitely something I've been, um, making sure I do. I've, uh, we have a great hurdle coach, uh, coach Nikki. So she's been working with our steeplers. Um, so that's been really nice because it's definitely helped all of us to make better times and be more efficient. Um, I've started stepping on all of the barriers, but I think a lot of what she's taught me um, to get over the barriers has been very helpful, even um, with tapping. Okay. So you, so you even step on the uh, the other non-water barriers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That could be your next evolution as a runner. Yeah. I'm hoping next year I can um, get a little bit more efficient and a little bit more confident with um, – hurdling the barriers and so um hopefully next year I can drop some more time by doing that but for this year um I just feel more confident it helps me stay in a rhythm um I don't have to think as much heading into each barrier so I've um just kind of switched over and it worked well for me so I'm sticking with that for this year but all right well have have a great finish to the season and uh, thank you. Enjoy nationals. Hopefully, you get that all American. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, birth that you wanted. The hour has gone by really fast. Um, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs>